This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, the SEC has figured out how its official X account was hacked. The Technology Modernization Fund Program Management Office has new temporary leadership. And the U.S. Navy gives birth to a new pregnancy policy. Those stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. It's Tuesday, January 23rd, 2024. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian. New details have emerged on how somebody hacked into the Securities and Exchange Commission's official X account earlier this month. In an update on Monday, the SEC says it was the apparent victim of a SIM swap attack. That's when a person's phone number is switched to another device without authorization. The hackers used that technique to gain control of an SEC cell phone number and reset the password on the agency's X account before making multiple posts on January 9th. Law enforcement is investigating how the attackers got the cell phone carrier to change the SIM for the SEC phone number. The Technology Modernization Fund Program Management Office has new temporary leadership. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has the details. The General Services Administration has named Larry Bufundo as the TMF Program Management Office's Deputy Executive Director and Acting Executive Director. He comes to GSA from the Labor Department, where he was the Director of the IT Modernization Strategy. GSA says it plans to name a permanent Executive TMF PMO Director in the future. Bufundo replaces Jesse Pazilkin, who took over as the Acting Executive Director when Raylene Young left in October. Pazilkin will continue to work with the TMF PMO as its Customer Experience Portfolio Director. Gisa Miller, Federal News Network. The Department of Veterans Affairs is making medical appointments available to keep up with demand. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. The Veterans Health Administration is running access sprints to maximize appointment availability. The sprints target three areas of care, cardiology, mental health, and gastroenterology. VHA is offering night and weekend clinics and increasing the number of veterans each VA provider sees each day. Undersecretary for Health Sharif Elnahal says all of this is possible because of the record hiring it saw last year. We now have the end strength to be able to increase productivity across the system. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. Another agency has launched a neurodiversity program. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday reports. The Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency is getting started on a 15-month neurodiverse workforce initiative. It formally began in October. CISA will hire neurodivergent interns and place them on select cybersecurity teams at the agency. The initiative will include training for the interns as well as managers and supervisors. CISA also plans to develop a neurodiverse employment playbook that can be used by other agencies. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. The Navy is revamping its pregnancy policy. Sailors who become pregnant during their sea duty will now be able to get reassigned to shore duty where they can get medical care while still working. Sailors will be able to be on shore duty for 24 months, allowing the opportunity to keep their careers on track. Under the old policy, sailors were mainly relocated to positions close to their duty stations. 
The Veterans Affairs Department is now scanning all websites for compliance with Section 508, which requires federal agencies to ensure that their information and communication technology is accessible to people with disabilities. In a new report, VA told its Inspector General that it had full capability to scan all sites as of October to ensure they meet accessibility requirements. VA's CIO told auditors that 93% of its websites now meet 508 standards. The IG found that while VA made progress in ensuring its websites were 508 compliant, the agency was still struggling to validate and update the accessibility compliance of its IT systems more generally. VA says over the next two years, it'll take steps to improve training, guidance, and oversight of its 508 compliance activities. The Army is upgrading its Integrated Personnel and Pay System, also known as IPSE. The Army Contracting Command is looking to industry to develop Army military payroll solutions using the Oracle PeopleSoft platform. The integration of new capabilities will heavily rely on Agile and DevSecOps methodologies. The chosen contractors will be expected to provide personnel and supervision to develop and deliver the IPSE payroll solutions. The contract ceiling is set at $370 million, and Army military payroll proposals are due by February 20th. The Postal Service is laying the groundwork for what will be the largest electric vehicle fleet in the country. USPS unveiled its first electric vehicle charging stations in Atlanta. The agency is gradually replacing its aging fleet with a mix of new electric and gas-powered delivery trucks. USPS expects electric vehicles to make up at least 62% of its new fleet. The agency is spending about $10 billion on new vehicles, thanks in part to Congress giving the agency $3 billion in the Inflation Reduction Act to buy more electric vehicles and charging stations than it could otherwise afford. Find these stories and more at federalnewsnetwork.com. For the Federal Newscast of Tuesday, January 23, 2024, I'm Peter Masurlian. 